You know, when it comes to Ian Flynn, all the things that he's done for the Sonic comic, you can go back and forth on. You can say what he's done is good, and what you could say is controversial. What you could say he's done is also bad. It's up to you. You can go back and forth on it all you want. But, If there's one thing a lot of people do have an issue with at times, depending on how they view Ian as a writer, is basically his unnecessary need to do things that are not needed, mostly when it comes to character changes. Two of the primary examples coming out of the Archie book are, of course, Fiona Fox and Jeffrey St. John. Why were they changed? Well, quite frankly, I think it's because, in my opinion, Ian Flynn saw them more as villains than, you know, protagonists. Mostly, I think, when it came to Fiona. You see, Fiona obviously had a more controversial dark history before joining the Freedom Fighters. So it only made sense that she'd be more easily uh, manipulated, if you will, to go back to the dark side. And that's what she did. However, fans nowadays do comics and fan fiction have tried their best to rectify that issue. Heck, some have even done it through SFM animation. You know, they try to basically fix what didn't need to be broken. And as far as Jeffrey St. John goes, that was during the later portion of his run. Basically, as he was getting into the prime duration of his run, that's when Jeffrey was turned evil as well, and then given an unnecessary backstory as to why he was connected to Exus Nagus, you know, the entire time, which we didn't even know about until Ian put it in there. And again, I think it's mainly because he saw both characters as being villains, more so than being heroes. Now, you could say, well, maybe that's the fan side of Ian coming out and making that happen. Perhaps. Perhaps that is true. But here's the thing, though. I truly believe, and I've said this, I think, on one or two occasions already, but I truly believe when it comes to some of these characters, had it not been for the whole behind-the-scenes issues which caused the reboot, soft reboot, hard reboot, however you look at it, of the comic, I truly believe that Ian Flynn would have probably wrote some stories, or had some stories in mind, ideas, if you will, to redeem these characters. I mean, obviously, we were already seeing it with Jeffrey St. John, you know, towards, you know, the end of the Mecha Sally arc and the whole situation there with him and Exus Nagus. And we kind of, in a way, during the uh, later portions of Sonic Universe, like with Lockdown and such... And in other stories in the in the main comic, we kind of also saw little hints here and there of maybe it happening with Fiona. I mean, think about it. You look at lockdown, and here you have somebody that's willing to go out of the way to save Scourge, and she didn't have to do that. Which tells you that despite the fact that she's on the side of bad, if you will, you know, basically kind of an anti-hero in a sense... There is still good in her if she's willing to go out of her way to get herself and the rest of the destructives, if you will, arrested and put in jail to try to break Scourge out, which they do. Now, even though Scourge is appreciative of it, it doesn't stop him throughout the entire arc from really getting on, not just the destructives and calling them names, calling them out for the dumbness, but also Fiona. You know, he's done, he does this on a couple of occasions and such. And, you know, here's the thing. You know, here's the thing. Despite how you might feel about Fiona, 
you know, as a character after her betrayal, you can't deny that lockdown, and again, like I said, a few hints in, you know, afterwards as well, you know, before as well, I should say, in the main book, did show signs that she was willing to potentially maybe turn over a new leaf and return to the side of good. When and where that would have happened, we don't know. I mean, let's look at another example of Fiona, too. Sonic Universe's Journey to the East, where she and the Destructives made a deal with Sonic, Tails, Monkey Con, and Sally to not only get the one of the brides of the Iron Queen to, you know, basically turn over, you know, a new leaf, or basically, what's the word I'm looking for, resign their allegiance to the Iron Queen, but... You know, by working together in this compromise, they also helped the Destructives get back Lightning Links. And that was it. Now, you might say that Fiona kind of hinted that she had a bigger plan in mind when it came to payback. But again, we never really saw what that, pay, what that potential mega plan was going to be, except maybe, you know, with Lockdown getting scourged out of the situation he was in. But still, be that as it may, you look at these two primary examples, and you do see that she still has good in her, despite her trying to manipulate Tails in that one scene, which basically got her a sock to the gut by Princess Sally. But, anyway, anyway, excuse me there. Anyway, looking beyond that, you have to really ask yourself, in a way, was Ian planning to redeem these characters? And I think with the little subtle hints in the main book and then what we saw in Universe, not once but twice with Fiona, you know, like I said, that one issue in Journey to the East that connected to the Iron Dominion arc, as well as in the four-part arc, uh, Scourge Lockdown, you look at what she went through there, as well as in, like I said, little moments here and there in the main book, and then you look at what's going on with Jeffrey St. John before, you know, doing the whole Mecca Sally thing before the reboot happened. And you can kind of see maybe that there were indeed signs that Ian was going to redeem them. But why was he going to finally redeem them? What was, what was the reasoning for it? I think the reasoning for it is basically kind of similar, in my opinion, to the reasoning why he basically, um, in my, this is just my opinion, you know, made up for what he did with the Mecca Sally thing. You see, as I mentioned in previous videos, even yesterday, you know, during the Mecca Sally arc, he somehow unexplainably had Eggman modify a power ring, which was powering the Death Egg, if you will, at least helping to power it. And he placed it in Sally as a means to make sure she wouldn't get back her free will, but yet we all know that's not what really these power rings are supposed to do. So in my opinion, what happened in Spark of Life with the whole you know, Red Star ring giving Nicola Superform and all that, you know, to me, that was basically Ian Flynn's way of making up for the fact that, yeah, maybe he didn't think entirely through how he was going to have Eggman power Mecha Sally and everything, so he just came up with a last-minute solution, and then looking back on it himself, he realized, yeah, that wasn't a good idea. Here, I'll make up with it, make up with, it with this. So... I think in a way that's probably, when I view it in that perspective, 
you know, I think that's kind of how he was also viewing these betrayals that he had on that he put on these characters. That he realized, yeah, maybe it was a mistake to do it because he probably noticed that the fan reaction wasn't, you know, that receptive and all that. You know, even today, he probably knows knows the fan reception is still not that best. You know, still not great towards these betrayals. So to me, I think what he was trying to do was make up for it by showing slow hints, you know, here and there between the two characters that they were going to be redeemed eventually. One before the other, probably, but, you know, again, that's up to whatever ideas for the stories of redemption he had in mind. But, again, like I said, if there's one issue, one big issue that a lot of folks... Sorry about that, but um, like I said, you know, obviously we were seeing hints and everything of, you know, the redemption possibly happening, and you have to wonder, you know, what ideas did he have in mind had the book, had the book not be rebooted and everything. Um, but yeah, like I was saying before the phone rang there, uh, if there's one thing people always had an issue with when it came to Ian was these unnecessary changes. I mean, yes, everybody would agree that Fiona in a way, might have needed a bit of a tweak in personality, not, it's not an issue. That's not a bad thing. In fact, a lot of people, even through their own works and everything, as I mentioned earlier, have shown that... Again, sorry about that, but like I said, you know, a lot of fans, through their own personal works and all that... You know, animation, you know, fan fiction, web comics have all basically done what they could to correct that mistake by showing that, yeah, you could tweak Fiona's personality, give her the black leather suit if you want to, and she could still be good. Or you could, you know, give her the personality she has now, put her back in her one piece outfit, you know. And, you know, go from there, and she could still be good. Fans have rectified this in many ways. So the question obviously is, you know, was Ian planning to do the same thing? Was he planning, you know, to rectify, you know, um, Fiona's situation? Was he planning to basically redeem her? Because obviously we saw that he was planning to do the same with Jeffrey St. John. Now, thankfully, fan comics sites, if you will, like Archie Sonic Online, have basically picked up the slack. And we kind of see, you know, approaching this year that we're going to get a resolution finally to this situation. Maybe even next year, depending on how long this, you know, final uh, portion of the arc, you know, runs, you know, from Archie Sonic's online's uh, perspective. But yeah, basically, you know, it seems obviously he was going to redeem Jeffrey, but you know, again, you have to wonder if he was going to do the same, you know, for Fiona. And again, like I said, I think when you look at the hints here and there and the certain moments here and there that I mentioned, I think he was in the planning stages of doing that. And, you know, would it have happened? We don't know. Again, fans have used their own alternative, you know, ways through animation, comics, fan fiction stories to kind of say, yeah, Fiona would have been redeemed, or this is how we feel Fiona would have been redeemed and, and stuff. I mean, some fans even, you know, go out of the way by saying, yeah, Fiona's going to be redeemed, 
and it's going to be at the hands of Tails and maybe somebody else, that she's going to have to be, you know, on, you know, she's going to have to face a little bit of a consequence, like a, you know, like a probation or something like that to, to prove herself. I mean, in one story that's a little bit more adult-like than anything I think anybody can, you know, think of, um, you know, Tails and Nicole, you know, uh, basically gave Fiona a second chance. And when the Council of Acorn and Sonic and Sally gave a second chance to her, they said, hey, you'll get the second chance, but you're going to be placed on house arrest, and you cannot leave New Mobotropolis. Now, we don't know whether or not the house arrest was for a long time, a certain, you know, like a certain duration of time. We don't know. But the thing is, fans have picked up that slack to basically come out and say, yeah, you know, here's various several ways she could have been redeemed. And again, you have to wonder if they're able to do it in these ways, these very creative and in story kind of creative sensible ways you have to say you have to ask yourself was Ian Flynn planning to do the same thing with Fiona or something similar down the line we don't know you know but again we kind of saw like the little bits of hints here and there and like I said you look at the moment in what was it part two or something like that journey to the east as well as Scourge Lockdown, and you see that there is still good in her. It's just that the good that she has is kind of, you know, it's kind of like leaning more towards, yeah, I want to do the right thing, but I'm also willing to do the right thing at any means necessary. Like, you know, basically throw the rule book out the window when it comes to certain situations, if you know what I mean. But, you know, be that as it may, you know, be that as it may, you know, we may never know unless Ian Flynn comes out, unless somebody asks him on a Q&A, a future Q&A, you know, on the Bumblecast, hey, were you planning to do do this? Were you planning to redeem Fiona? Were you planning to redeem Jeffrey? Unless somebody asks him and he's willing to give an answer, we may never know. But what do you guys think? When you look at, when you look at Ian Flynn's, you know, run on the comic and the Archie Sonic comic, what are your thoughts about the potential at the fa- at the potential that it looked like, in my opinion, I don't know if you share the same opinion, but in my opinion, it looked like he was probably planning or planting the seeds for redemption for these two characters. What are your thoughts? Let me know down below in the comments as well as on the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. And until then, guys, I will talk to you all later.